0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Andromajah Pani in there on the four check. Can't get to the puck. And now it bounces by Nikita Zadorov. Here comes Jamie Bannon. He drops it.
1: And Wyatt Johnston shoots and scores. One shot. One goal. And Wyatt Johnston
2: makes it 1-0. Stars... Positive Ross rocking with us today as the stars got trounced, but I I just, keep, that's <laughs> happening
1: to everything right now, Kevin,
2: they gave up four goals in the third period loss to the flames. It is time for wanker of the weekend. Eight, seven, seven, eight, eight, one, one, oh, five, three. Who was the best at being the worst this weekend is Wyatt Johnson had two goals for the stars. But as we referenced They gave up four goals in the third period, including one to Blake Coleman from Plano, and they lost 7-4. to
1: Will the Stars ever win a game again is the question. I say yes. And also... I know this is
3: amazing to me, and it shouldn't be. When you say from Plano, it's amazing to me that there are people that end up being nhl hockey players from this area because because you Seth feel Jones, like
1: you yeah. feel like they they grow up playing a sport they become that and if kevin and i covered a lot of high school it's, hockey it just doesn't
3: feel like hockey town usa i know that's Plano, Detroit
1: Plano but. area mike where the the palatial estates are yep. uh is sounds like it. it it is a it there is a group of where hockey the nannies
3: go for work right they
1: invest in au pairs <laughs> is what we like to call them um, but, yeah, they, they invested a lot up there with the Dr. Pepper centers, the star yeah. centers, and those areas are all around there, and that's where a lot of that growth happened from. So that is a good thing to see. But, Kevin, three teams that you consider pretty decent teams, and the stars come away, meh, nah, with it. So that was kind of rough. This is rough. In yeah. the last Out of the last four, I guess you had four teams that you're like, okay, there's some there's some toughies here, and they come away losing three of those four.
2: Now, Corey, you weren't here on Friday, yeah, but... Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah. I was... I did nothing. What? I did nothing. Who would have
3: ever thought sitting in a chair for 12 to 13 hours
1: is exhausting. would be
3: so exhausting? Like, you're just physically tired. I, I'm, I'm still getting over that Wednesday. So, thanks a lot, guys. You're welcome. At the that Buffalo awesome. Wild
2: Wings in Addison, we were tracking the Iowa-Nebraska game. Is at 25 and a half points, it was the lowest over-under in college football history. By the way, the lowest four, all via this Iowa team this year. They still hit the under with Iowa winning 13 to 10. That's a stupid number. Is so they hit the under on the lowest over-under in the history of college football. Do both of those teams need to go in for Wanker of the Weekend? By the way. One's in the championship game of their conference. I know. Like eight that people. That not mean this weekend it was good. Eight no, people <laughs> stayed at the Buffalo Wild Wings so we could watch the end of that I game. I love those moments, Because dude. we
1: just wanted to see what was going to happen. I love, I love whenever you find some uh, stupid reason to be in on a game like that or any kind of game. Uh, where it's like every nobody can get up from their seats because they are glued to it. Even yes. if it's a if it's a look, these two teams are scoring the most points ever. Or who will will they ever break the the the, the lowest points ever? I like that That's for fun. a
3: conference championship game. I'm looking at the highest spread besides the Michigan game. Texas is favored by 14 over Oklahoma State. Iowa. You can hear that game on KRLD. They must expect Iowa to lose 24 to nothing because the spread is 23. <laughs> Against Eight. Michigan.
2: You can hear that game right here on the fan. And you can also I, it's, hear it's the, kind the of, SEC championship game. It's here kind on the of fan.
3: fun to follow. If I had to make you guys guess, because I do have it pulled up, what do you think the guess is of the over under in the Michigan Iowa championship game, 7 p.m. here on 105.3 3 The Fan?
1: 36 points. I was going to say 35. Yeah, Four. you guys are right. I'll go 35 and a half. Yeah, 35 and a half. Wow. Oh,
3: that seems like an easy bet.
1: Look at us go. <laughs> they're going
3: to they're not going to score. I was not going to score. So now the, the the like I would bet this multiple ways. I'm not a gambler. I don't have a bookie or anything like that. Is I would bet I would parlay.
1: Why do you look at me like that, Kevin?
2: You kind of his bookie.
3: <laughs> I would parlay Michigan -23 and the under. Okay. I don't think I was going to score. So now Man, that, I'm that so now the over is under rough. is really Michigan scoring over 35. But if they score 35 and win 35 to 0,
2: I still win everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is true. Now, believe it or not, not even close to the worst thing that happened in college football. Well, I guess this weekend, depending on your perspective, right? Some people probably thought this was amazing. If we can fire off cut number 16 right here, wanker of the weekend. Surely has to be the Auburn defense. They had a 99.9% probability to win this game. It's fourth and 31 essentially for Alabama on this play.
4: But
1: there's a lot of airspace to cover for Milrow. Still looking, firing near corner. It's caught! Touchdown, Alabama! Isaiah Bond! On a fourth and a mile.
3: So do you know what they were celebrating there for that game? Did you watch that game? Yes. Did you see what they were celebrating the 10-year anniversary of? Oh, the kick six? The field goal. Yeah, the field goal that was short that Auburn returned 109 yards approximately or 108 yards. What is more amazing to you, that or giving up a fourth and goal from the 31? I think fourth and goal from the 31 because of this. You have 11 defensive players out there. When you miss a field goal and they they have in somewhat of a punt return team, you don't have your special teams players. You don't have gunners. You literally have a punter, a kicker out there, because I'm assuming the person holding the extra point or the – sorry, the field goal is the punter. So you have a punter and kicker who can't tackle. You have seven offensive linemen who can't really run and tackle. And then that leaves you with two guys that are maybe athletic enough and fast enough, maybe four at best – to chase a guy down and so when you miss a approximately 60 yarder and the dude catches it and they have more of a punt return team in than a field goal block team i think you can be in big trouble in that situation you shouldn't be in big trouble with your real defense out there you're kind of prevent defensive guys out there to make sure they do not catch a ball in the end zone or catch a ball at say 8 yards away from the end zone and run it in for a touchdown
1: I have never seen uh, my Twitter timeline explode (laughs) the way that it did whenever Auburn screwed that game up. Like that was that was that was the the best moment. Was I just pulled up Twitter and just everybody's going, "Oh no, Auburn!" And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I love it." It was. I mean, I hate it for them. So you're rooting for. I'm not rooting for Alabama by any means.
3: I, I like it in this sense. Oh, no. It makes the Georgia Alabama game mean a whole bunch. Yep. Yeah. If Auburn upsets Alabama, I'm not an Alabama fan. I don't hate Alabama. I don't love Alabama. They can't
2: get any other way.
3: Right. I just think that it makes it really cool. So that game now becomes. Almost a play-in game. Maybe Georgia's in no matter what. But it does feel like that is a playoff play-in game where if Georgia loses, they're in big trouble to stick around. Maybe they're in, but Alabama still has a legitimate chance if they win that game, if they beat Georgia. I think they're in the Final Four.
2: And then I know that's going to infuriate Texas people who are like, hold on just a minute. We beat Alabama. Why are we not in the college football championship then or the playoff then? I don't know. Do you want to go to another kind of fun story or a very not fun, very serious wanker of the weekend?
1: Oh, let's go with uh, another fun story. Okay. I will always choose fun. Choose fun story. The guys. North
2: Carolina State head coach has, man, he's been on a bit of a roll. Is he said after they beat North Carolina State beat North Carolina. It's been several years, I think maybe seven, since they beat those pieces at S. Which, I get it's a rivalry and everything like that. But what's really caught people's attention is he has asked for 5,000 fans to donate $1,000 a piece so they can recruit, retain, and develop. So he's like, we need $5 million. Mm -hmm. And then he says the coming week is maybe the worst week in college football with the portal opening. Here's where I'm conflicted, though, Corey. Send your time. Because I don't want to dump on this person because he and his wife also donated $1.25 million a couple years ago for a special needs program at NC State. So on the one hand, I don't like him going, all right, fans, I need you to give me $5 million so we can go get some players. But on the other hand, he has put a lot of money into the special needs community. So I don't
1: know. I'm I, very so conflicted. It's interesting because he's asking fans to donate $1,000. When... You usually ask some a bunch of your donors that have a lot of that money that, that they're likely to spend, yes. right? Like, they are likely sure. to spend, and you're asking fans now to be part of that, and you wouldn't you ask a company that's going to benefit from that because they have a lot of money to work with? So that is – that is because he's kind of trying to put some of the fans on the spot. Will he try and blame them for losses in the future? Look, <laughs> yeah. y'all didn't give us the $1,000. didn't $1, give me the dollars. money. I asked for it, and y'all didn't give it to us, and so we can't get these players – and I think a lot of fans are probably sitting there going, hey, man, just because we give you the $1,000 doesn't mean we're going to get the product that you guarantee. Look what happened at AM with Jimbo Fisher.
2: Did we not win multiple national championships? No. But we just got one, right?
1: Zero. We were at least in the playoff, right? No.
2: That, that, there was that, part, one, that part we did get ripped there
1: off. There was one year that where you probably could have, yes. but a more deserving team, I bet, got in. It's probably
2: no. better they didn't get in. No, <laughs> it was not better that they didn't get in, Mike. It was definitely not. It's All the right. system. Now we have to get to the other thing. That
1: can I throw one out real quick, Kevin? Yeah. There was a there was on the Ohio State Michigan broadcast. Let's uh, wanker of the weekend is graphics department. Uh, because they said Marvin Harrison Jr. was two hundred and fifty eight pounds. Oh goodness. At six four, and I'm like, that's a linebacker, baby. Yeah. Uh but two hundred and fifty eight pounds, I don't believe that that is how much he weighs. It feels
2: like it's probably about like forty pounds <laughs> less than that, give <laughs> yeah, or take. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Maybe. So. man. Yeah. Is it, it took over social media and it is actively being investigated. Have you seen the stuff about Josh Giddy? Oh, yeah.
1: I'd saw you let it. me see it yeah, Friday. I, I saw it I, Thanksgiving I pulled morning, out. Anyway.
3: I've opened up some more uh, cards from um, RJ Dukes. RJ Dukes. I was like, yeah, I got a Josh Giddy base card. That's pretty good. And you're like, hey, might not be pretty good. And I'm like, I think he's a pretty good player. Like, he's, he's you know, he's not awesome. He's probably not an all-star, but he's a good player. You're like, no, 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 no. And then that's when you inform me of the story.
2: Yeah, so per multiple sources, the NBA is looking into allegations that Josh Giddy had an inappropriate relationship with a minor that has emerged via social media. So there's all kinds of videos and stuff of them together. And there is a video of him in the background in this gal with the tag. I just effed Josh Giddy. Mm. And if she is, you know, 20, 22, like whatever, then you don't want your personal business probably out in the world like that. But other than that, he'll be okay. But the accusation that's been floating around social media that the NBA is currently investigating is that girl was a junior in high school mm. when that went down. And if that's the case, I mean, and we've seen, I mean, any number is yeah. alarming. But yeah. with Wanda Franco, with Josh Giddy, these are like pretty high-profile athletes yeah. that are in the midst he's, of these investigations. Josh Giddy's
3: a max-out guy. When he becomes a free agent, he's going to get the max contract in the NBA. I mean, a lot of guys do when you're that good. He will. I'm not saying he's one of the 20 best players in the NBA, but he's a max out player. This is going to be – he's still playing. Yeah. He is not suspended at all. He's still playing. And then I was watching a YouTube on this, so I don't want to state this is factual. It sounded like he didn't break any Oklahoma state law.
2: Okay. I don't – I have to admit I'm not – I'm not either,
3: but for some reason I was watching a YouTube, and so this so is a, saying like this is a the weird age of consent. This is, is yeah, the age of consent is different in Oklahoma than what we would think, and so.
1: And, uh, then, and then, what does the NBA at, do? It is, Aust- it is sixteen, and then
3: they looked at Australia. Uh, isn't that that's where he's from? Yes, and in Australia, it's similar. Now, it doesn't matter. It didn't happen in Australia, but what they're trying to say is these the person that I was watching on YouTube is. These were the rules that he knew of in Australia. I don't know if he knows the rules in Oklahoma or not. And
2: and so that's the thing is, like, let's just say she was 16 and the NBA was like, well, this doesn't violate laws, but you're like, hey, our 20, 21-year-old superstar was hooking up with a 16-year-old. I feel like you'll definitely get some backlash from that. So I, I I'm curious to see how the investigation goes. And then there are some allegations that this was a prior relationship that wasn't even happening like right now when she's a junior in high school. So there is a lot that the NBA has to sift through. And I know people are going to say, no, 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 this is the fact. This is the fact is yeah. hopefully we will learn the facts. Cause I yeah. don't think a lot of people I, know.
3: I want to make it clear. I am not defending Josh Giddy at all. I'm just bringing up as Corey's looking up rules and laws. This could get really weird yeah. with the NBA Uh, on what they do because he might have not violated any Oklahoma state laws.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, no matter how you slice it, it's it's a bad deal. Bad deal all around. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy and the doink that undoubtedly made Mike's weekend better. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.